Hello everyone and welcome once again to another episode of the Off The Rails Podcast. I'm your host for the night, Gregory Brown, and thank you for listening. Today I'm doing a bit of a solo recording. Uh, personal things are, have been getting a bit on, on the way of uh, certain guests, so do not worry, they are definitely coming. Um, many more people are coming, and I'm excited to talk to them about multiple uh, things and having them uh, multiple times in the podcast as well. Today, I'm going. is it going to be a bit shorter? <laughs> it is a bit later on night, and I do have to work tomorrow, but uh, that's not going to stop me from doing an episode, because I like to say con- uh, consistent, and it is a topic that I um, was actually thinking about it, or yeah, I was thinking about it today, and recently as well. So the the main topic that I would like to go on or go off on is the topic of movies. You know, the thing that we used to do a lot before the whole pandemic hit? Yeah, that thing. So, you know, I myself really like watching movies, right? I like going to the movies. I like, you know, eating popcorn and all that. I like sitting down on the theater, watching it on the big screen with all the special effects, the the sound, and you know, just watching watching the story play out. Though usually, of course, as you grow older, people tend to have higher expectations for movies. You tend to be able to see some faults that you were not able to see as a kid, because as a kid, you were just mainly trying to watch and you know enjoy, which you know it's it's great. You should always try to watch any movie that you um, that you pay money to watch, and not only money, but time. You know, time is more precious than money. You can never get time back. So you know, it's always good to try at least try to appreciate or enjoy the movie that you're watching to an extent. Of course, some movies are definitely gonna make that a bit harder for you. That's for sure. But what I wanted to talk about is is just like the quality of movies nowadays i think it has like decreased and i'm not saying like the cinema like the graphics like i'm a really big graphics person if if a movie doesn't have like good graphics it is a bit tough for me to watch honestly (laughs) it is not it is not easy for me to watch a movie or play a game with low graphics but i feel like at least back then they, they had a bit more plot you know and it was enjoyable to watch. It had a storyline, cool moments. Some things didn't make sense, but that's okay because you're still enjoying the show. And uh, the, one of the main topics of today is, is Marvel. You know, the, one of the biggest franchises in the past uh, couple of years with uh, some huge successful movies in the beginning. Well, some other beginning, like Iron Man, which I think is what pretty much kicked off most of the movies that followed from them. And back then, a lot of the movies were decent, you know, like Thor 2 was eh, but Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2 was okay, Iron Man 3 was... Eh. Okay, I guess I guess the quality was not, not never actually that amazing, if you will. But something like Avengers, you know, Avengers, like that one movie that really, that really uh, sticks on you. And all that build up, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, that was well received. Black Panther was well received. And it was, you know, it was fun. And even when, like, movies like Age of Ultron and all this and that, it had a, it had a direction going. 
you know it it was entertaining to a degree and i feel like it didn't really feel as much of, of a of a of a cash grab you know because it was more plot driven it had a direction that it was going towards and it's just i don't know like the longer it got longer it, it extended i think the worse it got you know it just ended up being like she hulk you know the whole mess uh making Prof- thor Pro- professor hulk, uh sorry hulk professor hulk which back then when i first watched it was kind of funny but now that i really think about it it's just it's just probably one of the worst ideas i've ever seen it was more like they made it for the kids or for a comedy in case the movie wasn't bad or the movie was bad which is what, what i think when i see some something cliche for comedy like that is it's like lack of confidence in the movie doing good that you don't that you think that you need that extra layer of comedy to be able to do uh, well or not as bad which i already take now you know as an author and i'll say this um, by the way side note as an author it's definitely going to be uh depending on what kind of author you are i feel like for me after i published my book and had to you know add it over and over again and watch the details and think about all these things I feel like watching and enjoying movies is harder because I I can see how I would have done it differently and how I can do it differently uh on a book if I would if I were to choose to start creating one. So it's definitely harder to enjoy but those moments that you really enjoy that inspires you to kind of uh take inspiration from certain moments and certain scenes to put into your own book instead of rewriting the story of the movie into your own version of it those are the moments that really stick to me now but i feel like in, like once again like thor 4 many people apparently liked it i thought it was just a disgrace of a movie for the character and you know the the guy had already his uh, funny like whatever phase in like end game when he was depressed and you know he lost everything he lost his brother he lost his father mother even his evil sister his best friend he lost all of that then he thinks he you know so he's trying to find a way to redeem himself and kill thanos he finally has his hammer has his powers he's able to kill him or he has the power to kill him but he ends up not being able to because he did not go for the head and then he just gets more depressed you know he he goes into that state of depression after he kills him but realizing it means nothing when he finally can it's just like if you build all that up and then you bring love and thunder and i understand that there were definitely some moments you know like there was uh, some aspects like the actress uh jane had uh, did not want to be part of marvel anymore but i feel like they still could have done a better job than what they did they they just made thor a joke Like I get it, you know, it's comedy, funny, whatever, but I think that was too much. I think for his character arc, that this movie was supposed to be his his comeback, you know. He even in Endgame, he wanted to snap snap the finger. He wanted to use the the uh the the Infinity Gauntlet and snap his fingers, and then he was not able to because because Hulk did it in the end. So he, he cannot even do that. And then this movie comes out, you have Christian Bale, which many people praise his his performance and you know, he's he, he plays a character called the God Butcher even though he only kills one god in the whole movie and that's the first 5 minutes of it, spoiler alert. And then we don't and then we see some 
got some dead deities on the screen, but we don't actually get to see the fight, which was really weird uh, to see. And I don't know, it just felt like the whole movie was a joke. Thor was, was just made a joke. The ending made no sense. The guy wanted to see be with his daughter again, but he ended up getting her to be back. And then, but now he's dead, so they're, so now they're separ- separated once again. And now Thor, he lets just Thor raise his daughter for him, which I think personally is, was a really weird decision as a director or a creative point of view. And I just don't know how to redeem his character anymore. Like I, like if I were if I were to create to write the next Thor movie or the next movie that he's in. I would, I would, and they would just like, okay, we fired the, the the last guy, which they did, supposedly, and they're like, yeah, uh, have fun. I would, I would have a really tough time because what, like, do you take the child away from him? Like, what else can you take from him? Like, literally, what else can he lose? Like, he Asgard is destroyed. His father's dead. Mother's dead. Sister's dead. Brother's dead. Best friend's dead. And now he has to raise someone his and and his lovers that now he has to now he has to raise someone else's child. <laughs> I I would I, I would have no idea where to begin. No idea, because if you make him change because of anything else, then then what? Like then like that was like the last straw. Like do you watch him. Like, do you make him watch a bunch of people die and then make that the last straw that he's been holding on to for some reason? That he didn't break in Love and Thunder, he just cried when Jane died and then fall into, like, a complete, re- like, relapse mental breakdown because he literally lost everything now. Even the Avengers, like, Tony Stark is dead. Captain America's old. He's no longer part of them. Then you give him the Guardians of the Galaxy and then immediately split them again. So he lost, like, he lost his first team. Then he got separated from his new team in like the first like 10 minutes of the movie, which was even a stupid, stu- even more, even a stupider decision than the rest. And it just feels like, it just feels like they're just trying to make this for money. Like there's no like big, like plot, like there's, there's barely any soul anymore in these movies. And it's sad that you can have a kid's animated movie, like, have a better plot, better direction, better feelings, even to adults as well than an actual adult movie. And then you have decisions like making Venom, Venom 2, PG-13. How the hell do you make, Ven- at least Venom 1 is like, ugh, whatever. Venom 2, with a character named Carnage, you're going to make PG-13. And you're going to use the excuse, oh, we had Carnage stick his tongue down some, some, other, some guy's uh, throat or body. And like, are we supposed to? Are we supposed to be like terrified by that? That's like that's just gross, dude. That's just, uh, just it's just such an awful excuse. The reason is money. Reason is, and probably always will be, it has been money. Like, there's no more drive to, to like, put it so into it, to put story into it. The current. Ant-Man and Wasp movie, uh, it's not doing well at all among critics. So audiences apparently it's doing good, okay. But like I saw some of the what do you call those? some of like the the 
them, like the drawings for it, and it, some one of them where it was like Kang is holding, I think Ant Man, and like the tip of his fingers because Ant Man is like uh, in his smaller size, and it looks like a like a I'm just blanking like a poster from a movie that was made like tw- like thirty years ago, like the 1990s film. Like if you put that in black and white, it almost looks like it was it was from that time. Like there's no, I don't know. It just it just feels just repetitive, boring, just empty. Just trying to use comedy to make up for something that's not there but should be. Why make Hulk such a coward and or such a smart guy now? Now he's just a peaceful guy. She Hulk was just the Megandista. <laughs> shameful. That was shameful. Uh, the Eternals disappointing. Shang-Chi, you have audience split on that, but I didn't find it all that interesting at all. Then you have, what else have we got? Doctor Strange 2, I watched it the first time, second part I watched it, as soon as we have our special guests show up, I right after that, I just tune out. The movie, Sam Raimi did not do a good job in that movie. I don't know why anyone would ever let him turn that into like a horror evil dad movie, make it PG-13 as well, then have scenes on the movie that make no sense where they just like after they are like on the underground water uh, water thing and they uh, strange shuts whatever uh, like door <laughs> because that's clearly, you know, able to stop uh, <laughs> like a, the most of the vine level sorceress. They just stare at and they stare, sit there and do nothing. Just wait on the door. Well, wait on her to just open the the door and appear. Like, what are you doing? Like, it, it's it's such a horror movie scene that it, it's it clearly it clearly just screams that Sam Raimi wanted that to be like that because of his horror movie directing. I get that it was supposed to be a horror category. But you don't have to make cliche scenes from horror movies just because of it. It was just disappointing in so many levels. I was really looking forward to it. Doctor Strange, and I saw this comment was like Doctor Doctor Strange was a, a secondary character or side character on his own movie, and I agree. And America was not even that great. I think that's her name. I forgot her name. <laughs> not that important, clearly. And then he, his, his powers are limited, but then it's it's just it's just so bad. It's such a bad movie. I do not like it. Thor four, Doctor Strange two, The Eternal, Shang Chi, She Hulk. It's just been disappointment after disappointment over and over again. It's just really sad. Really sad. And then you have a movie like Avatar. Three hours long and then beats most of these movies that, you know, e- e- even Marvel back then when they were making like movie after movie, you know, like a whole connection. Three hours long. Past $2 billion. Absolutely insane. Like I know, I, I get that the movie, first one somehow did amazingly, like number one movie in the world. But... It was just amazing. Three hours long movie. A three hour long movie made over $2 billion worldwide. To me, that's just insane. 
That is insane. They did a very nice job. I watched it. It was a nice movie. Strongly, strongly recommend anyone here to watch it. I don't think it's still in theaters, but uh, if you can rent it and watch it, I recommend it. Uh, that was a good movie. You know, that was solid. I watched Bus and Boots. That was better, much better than what I was expecting. Better than, honestly, Doctor Strange 2 and Thor for me. I enjoyed it much more than those two movies combined, probably. I watched Megan. Surprisingly funny, and yet good. It's like solid horror movie as well, Megan. So also strongly recommend that movie to anyone who's interested. And yeah, it's just it's just so weird how you have all this money, all this potential, quote unquote talent, and you just cannot make a good movie. It's like me and my mother keep talking over and over again, like millions of dollars put into this movie. And this is the scene they came up with. This is the ending they, they, they came up with. This is the dialogue they came up with. Someone was paid money to write this dialogue, to write this scene. And you, were, you guys were paid money to make this and give it to the public. And this is what we get. <laughs> Sometimes it's just, it's just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Just how pathetic it is. Like you're putting, getting paid millions of dollars, and I get that there's pressure on you. But I mean, come on, dude. Like, I sometimes I re, like I've I've not looked this up yet. I probably will after this recording. But like, do you guys even watch your own movies? Like for real, like do any of you actually watch your own movies? Like, do you guys watch it and see and watch the scenes that you made and the dialogue, how it sounds, and this and that. Because sometimes it feels like no one does. It feels like they just film it, send it to someone to fix the scenes, whatever, glue it all together, and then boom, that's the, that's the movie. They just release it. They're like, yep, it's ready to go. And then they just send it, ship it to the public. All these people are just out there in the world suffering and going through so much pain, loss, feeling useless alone like they don't matter and you cannot make a movie that's motivating that's entertaining that can inspire a whole generation yeah it's a lot of risk hell yeah it's a lot of risk but when you have millions of dollars all this opportunity all these talents at your hand and you cannot make a good movie that can inspire a generation that people can remember that th that's gonna be so good that other people are gonna be begging for a sequel or it's not gonna even need one Like, how far are we from, like, I've, I know there are people, you know, there are some great movies out there that they're going to be remembered for a really, really long time. Franchises and, you know, originals, blockbusters. I know there are many movies like that. But as a 21-year-old man, I still have to, I have yet to see a movie that is, like, truly inspiring. Like, it can have faults, it can have corny dialogue, cheesy lines. I still have to see an inspiring, amazing movie where it moves you, where it motivates you, where it's cool and you just want to, and you, you may you may not want to rewatch it over again immediately, but you don't mind watching it over and over again, like once every month or so. Like, it was almost like you need to watch the movie. There's And it just connects with you. 
And I thought with all this talent, there would be one. But I, I've I've been impressed by movies. I've been moved by movies. I've been I've been driven to near tears in the, in some movies, but just not moved to the way that I believe movies should be able and can make you feel. That can make you feel like a kid again. You know, excited, happy, sad. Just bring you back to a time that you could just sit there and enjoy the movie. And as an adult, it can definitely be harder, but it's not impossible. A movie movie, a good message, good action, good dialogue. You don't even need, you, I mean, obviously, I would prefer some sci-fi or animated stuff, which is probably one of some of my favorite movies are animated, like anime and, and, and things like that. And some of them have really good messages that people make fun of other people who watch it and, and the anime itself. But if you watch some of these anime, dude, there's some really deep messages and deeper meanings and it's, it's just so nice and you may think it's cheesy sometimes or it doesn't exist but sometimes it's like a getaway into like a different world and you can see what what life could be and the reason why i think people think it's some like you know like romance anime are cheesy is because it's kind of sad in a way because it's potentially for a decent part because of how rare those some of the things that are said in romance animes and even movies are sad it's like oh that's cheesy sometimes yes it is cheesy but sometimes it's like sometimes it's because just you you know you've not heard of it and people have not heard of it in general so it's something new so something new can be weird uh especially when it's supposed to, you know supposed to be like a kind romantic thing so it, it can come across as you know cheesy like cringe and bad but sometimes you just can't kind of have to think about that like why is it cringe why is it cheesy why do i not like this certain line is it because it's bad or is it because you don't think people would ever say that to each other and you probably think that because people don't really say that to each other much well, i'm not saying everyone should but it should not be off the line if you really mean the words that you say as cheesy as they are, you mean it, right? It's real. What do you want? <laughs> like, what do you want me to do or them to do about it? If, if if these words are said, if you mean what you say, that that's it. They can criticize, they can judge, but that's it. That's that's the raw honesty. That's the raw truth. You cannot peel that carrot any more than what it already is. And it's just sad how. There's just this empty space in movies now. There's just like, oh, it's just a cash grab. Oh, it's all, it's all uh, special effects and no actual plot. There's, there's this hollow, empty space just there waiting for someone to be brave enough, have the balls, have the guts, have whatever it takes to make a movie that can move a generation. You know, the word movie has the word move in it. And what, and what is the the other letter? I. So if you, if you rearrange those letters, you can make the sentence I move. I move. Or move. Move something. Move someone. Move people. Move those who are going to watch your movie. Sometimes it's 
it is those risks that you take and people are right it's sometimes you, you just gotta take risks you gotta be brave you gotta be bold you gotta you may have so much in the line that it may seem impossible and the safest bet and only bet only option will be to choose the easiest way out and just go with the regular and go with whatever most people want and would choose and would pay to watch but you can make a difference if you you might be scared courage doesn't come from not being scared courage comes from you being scared but still doing it courage is fear being suppressed not the lack of it I think that's what many of us need right now courage see something see an act of courage someone sitting down and be like I'm gonna make this movie move people it will be remembered by generations, even if you fail, even if no one likes the movie, even if it's the most hated movie in history. You did it. You tried to make a movie like that. Despite what, what most people were saying, you went there and you did it. And like my book, I, I, did, I, I could have made it really easy to read, easily, easily to understand. Just like every other book. Easier, you know, not everyone, or books are easy to read, but, you know, the vocabulary can be simple, straightforward. No. I sat down one day and I thought about it and I said to myself, well, I want this book to be like me. Not everyone's going to get it. Some people may hate it, may not understand it, may give up, may give up on the first couple of pages. But if you got just, just read the whole book and you give it effort. If you put effort into it, into learning about it, into trying to understand it even a little bit, even if you don't like it at the end, if you can at least come out and say to yourself that you understood some things, that you learned some things by reading it, I think that's a successful reader, in my opinion. Not everyone who likes it is a successful reader, potentially. You can hate the book and still be a successful reader in my eyes. It's like people, you know, like instead of trying to, and then, like I said, it's the easiest thing to do. And most obvious thing to do sometimes is the easy, it's like the the easy way out. I've done those multiple times. But when I succeeded in those moments, it, it didn't feel rewarding. It, it, it didn't feel like that was all that I could do. It it felt like I, 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 that I, I could have done and I can do better and, and more. I can take more risks, especially when you have the privilege of having a bit of a space, like a wiggle room to do, to take those risks. Those are the best times to take risks. Maybe the greatest book out there is not published. Because the person does not believe from everyone that has tried to read it. I've uh, been you know, telling them that it's not good enough, it's bad, it's this and that. It's probably out there. Best movie, best book, and probably maybe future movie in the whole history of the world. Sitting there on someone's laptop. Maybe a broken, jagged laptop that has struggles to even turn on. It's right there. Potential billion dollar movie, billion dollar book, just sitting there.
just because some people don't believe your dream and don't believe that whatever you do is good, your work, your style, you know, if you're not harassing them or hurting them on purpose, you know, to, to a degree, you know, you're not beating anyone, you're not calling anyone names, you're just like trying to defend yourself and that. If you're just doing your thing, if you think it's good, if you believe in it, if you think you can make it, even if there's the slightest, smallest chance, just just do it. Literally, just do it. Try to ignore how the nose in your head or listen to them, but still do it anyway. And then thank yourself for doing so. The world doesn't need a hero. Doesn't need a villain, doesn't need an anti-hero, anti-villain. The world doesn't need people with capes walking around. The world doesn't need saviors or messiahs or gods or monsters. No, the world needs something real. Something authentic that people can look up to, respect and appreciate and strive to be like. Not this perfect individual where they don't think that it's going to commit any flaws and always looks like this and talks like that. No. Someone real. Someone that you can see the flaws in. You may disagree on many things with. You may even hate that person. But you respect that person because that is who they are. They're not faking it to do something or to get somewhere. They're they're just them. It's raw. It's the truth. And someone and you just respect and admire their strength. And even though you may hate them, you can still strive to be like that. You can be the complete opposite of them, like personality wise, but just the fact that they're being real can inspire you to be real. And you can inspire people too. You know, a tiger is not going to survive on on a desert. If you throw him in the oceans, it's going to die. And people are probably going to call the tiger weak. Why can't you swim? Why can't you survive in a desert? You're weak, you're pathetic. You are useless. Put the tiger in the jungle. And see what happens. See how many people are, 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 are going to be standing around laughing then. You put a shark on land, people are going to make fun of it, laugh at it, abuse it, mistreat it. But that shark on water. (laughs) And see who's going to even dare to open their mouth while they're swimming away. Or even dare enter his territory or her territory. Creativity can come from happiness and pain. But happiness comes from you. No, sorry. Courage comes from you. Courage comes from you deciding to stand up to fear. It's when you have the fear, but you do it anyway. It's when you fear failure, but you do it. And even if you think you failed, you still had courage. Well, I failed. What does that even matter? You know, what courage even leads to? something real if you expect to succeed every time you do something you're gonna fail because you're gonna probably give up 
because you think that you're a failure, but you're not. If you do something 101 times and you succeed once, even on like the last try, you succeeded. You did it. Sometimes it, all it takes is one more. Take a break, relax, allow yourself to relax, relax and, and appreciate time, but try. Try to inspire yourself. If no one else is going to be inspired by you, try to inspire yourself. Life can be hard and almost impossible for some people to do this. Some people are probably way beyond the, th- the threshold of, you know, being saved by others, potentially. Not everyone is born with privilege, you know, and even if some people are like, you know, some people are born with privilege and still suffering, but there are people out there who are not born with anything and end up going to a path and the movies, you know, just come on and say, oh, just try it, you know, just do this, just do that. It is not always like that. You just got to realize that. Appreciate what you have, complain, bitch about whatever. <laughs> but just don't, don't forget to to appreciate the things you have. Friend, good family, good friends, good food, good home, good work, good job, good body. People are going to try to make fun of you and try to hurt you for all of those things. If you have them or don't. And you can either choose to make yourself stronger with it, sharpen iron with iron, or use their the rocks they throw to sharpen your teeth, or you can let them break you. See, sometimes you, you, you just gotta let your wings fly. You just gotta let your creativity flow. You just gotta let your courage to grow and just just do something. Just do something that you believe in, that you want to do, and just try. And if you cannot do it, something happens, you tried. You'll leave this world not being able to look back and, and remember how much you tried. When no one else did. How you studied, how you worked, when people were still playing video games and it's okay to rest enjoy life you know play video games go outside go hang out with friends go eat go watch a movie that's fine but just realize that when you do work when you do something even if it's for five minutes a day it can be two words a day realize there are millions if not billions of people out there who can choose to do something like you are but are not and yeah here you are been through all the things that you've been through, still standing, still alive, still breathing, struggling, suffering, crying, hating almost anything and everything, and you still did it. Two words, one push-up, one minute of walking, extra. You took uh, one flight of stairs instead of going to the elevator. Be proud of yourself. And find the balance to be humble, but confident. Don't over brag, 
but be confident in what you have. Because confidence and pride can be linked to being grateful for the things you have. Physically, mentally, whatever. Whatever it is. Thank you everyone for listening. Appreciate if you did. I will try my best to get the some uh, guests on the way. Though um, this is something that I've always wanted to do. Maybe it's, maybe it may not go anywhere. Maybe I I may never get over a hundred views. Maybe I may make a thousand episodes. Still may not break. 90, 80, 70. But you know what? I want you to be able to look back and see that I tried. See, be able to point at the monitor or, or whatever, wherever I'll be looking and, and say, see, I tried all this and that. I deserved it. I put work onto it. I allow myself to relax. I <laughs> I did not enjoy the things I did to... Um, you know, like I, 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 uh, I endured some things, but I still, I still tried. I still gave in the effort and I believe that I deserve to make it big with all, with all this effort. And I'm proud of myself for doing so. And, and, and then I'll, I'll smile and be happy that I tried. It's like, listen, sometimes, you know, less of when you go up there, they'll, you know, you know, if this happens, they're like, oh, you know, you wanted this and that, but what did you really do? Did you even put any effort? It's like, yeah, I did. I, I published the book. I shared it every every now and then, almost every day. I made a podcast with over a thousand episodes or a hundred over a hundred episodes. And I shared it. I invited people over. I bought equipment. I started streaming almost almost every day. I bought equipment for that. I supported people, helped people. I was still kind and nice and not tolerant to everyone. But, you know, I, I found my own line not, not to be crossed. And yeah, here's my work to show that I deserved it. <laughs> and I just have my smug look, uh, that smug look on my face. Because I know I, because I, I, I can show my efforts and what I did. So be proud of who you are, the things that you do, things you, and some things that you don't do. Thank you very much for listening. This has been your host, Gregory Brown, once again, for another episode of the Off the Rails podcast. Please comment down below if you're watching this on YouTube. Leave a rating if you're listening on Spotify. But if, uh, if, you're, if you're busy or you don't really feel like doing those things, I understand. I've been there, done that, but it would mean a lot to me. It would support me in many more ways than you may know. And thank you for listening because you could have been doing many other things. But here you are listening to me for almost 40 minutes. Even if you don't like what I said, if you don't agree with anything that I said, if you hate me or hate the things that I said, I'm so grateful for you to have listened and given it a try. Thank you very much, everyone. And I wish you all the best. I'll see you soon.